Hi everybody, I'm EJ. And I'm Nikki. And we just have one question for you. Literally, who invited you? Hello. Greetings. Hi, we're back. <laughs> and better than ever. Ooh, season two. Season two, baby. Oh my God. Nick, how did we do this? I don't know. How let's let's reflect, shall I we? <laughs> don't want to reflect too hard because I'm nervous about what I'll think about the fact that we've put out some questionable content i was listening to um episode nine yesterday like in public and i laughed out loud like i couldn't contain it because you were telling your like pants ripping stories and i was like holy fuck i forgot she talked about this i honestly did too until right now so (laughs) glad everyone knows it was so funny but anyways i'm so glad i know because we're here that was our first season of a time of growth a time of a time of love oh okay a time of being super fucking tired of everything else we were doing yes Ooh. it was a great time <laughs> yeah so why don't you tell everybody how we're gonna change it up a little bit from now yeah on. i'll i'll take it away so as you guys know our first season a little more playlist based um kind of talking about just going back and forth on different songs um just kind of like the moods that we feel with them and wow that was great i had a great time it was really fun the thing is though is that it's not super sustainable so i think we might still sprinkle them in i think that'd be yeah. fun but we wanted to dive more into the music because Emma and I both care a lot about the background behind stuff and very deeply. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's it's more fun to me to be able to get the background on stuff and understanding why artists do things or projects and so or who they are. Yeah. So that's why we decided to do more based in like artist reviews, album reviews, artist biographies, um, just more in that realm. So yeah, just like dig a little bit deeper into like Nikki said exactly what like the music is so yeah rather than like she said like going back and forth and kind of being a little bit chaotic don't worry we'll keep that whole the energy aspect. will be there the but energy the vibes, vibe if you will <laughs> <laughs> the vibes will still be there but we just wanted to make it more you know not just like information but we want we, you guys to know that we know what we're talking about <laughs> exactly we just want to flex on you guys and be like look <laughs> yeah we actually know but yes. we also have some like projects or like artists that we're super super passionate about beyond harry and niall and <laughs> as shocking as that may seem I know. we do so, care about others so yeah and especially like newer artists or you know albums that we really really love so we're just going to go back and forth and it's almost going to be like on the odd number episodes nikki's going to kind of take it it's going to be hers and then even numbers i'll take um and just so we can really like do a deep dive and then whoever's not, you know, like holding the interview or whatever, not interview. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Got Are we job famous? on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, yeah, jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, jobs and everything like that. But um, if you're not doing like the podcast main information, then like I'll be there for this one to kind of ask questions. Maybe same questions you'll be asking yep. or you'll be thinking. So, yeah. Great so dynamic. Exciting. We're really, really pumped. We're nervous, though. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a whole different structure and you have to dive a little deeper and yeah. which while I love to do it's like scary to talk about so yeah. bear with us if things get a little misconstrued a second um I will be trying to do as best as I can we're um, learning we are we're learning it was day yeah. by day I made a comment I was like I'm not like the greatest storyteller and I realized that as I was trying to like kind of put together what I'm going to talk about and I was like shit like this could be very chaotic or very good right because that's how I was I kind of honestly wanted to start with an album which I'm going to talk about later but I wanted to start with an album just because I knew I could structure it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I definitely will start to like do more storytelling stuff because I do like to do that as well. Yeah. But I think it's nice to have this structure a little bit for my first one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I just kind of realized we didn't really introduce ourselves for oh, this right. new oh, no. season. <laughs> um, I'm EJ Safner. And I'm from... I, oh, keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. No, please keep going. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were just saying like, I'm blah, 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 and I'm blah, blah, blah. But no, we should do an intro because what if someone picks up on season I know, two? And what if they're like, oh my God, like who are these two incredible human um, beings? Amazing voices. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just so must go on. Hear more. Sorry. I'm EJ Safner. I'm from Pittsburgh, senior at Auburn right now. I'm about to graduate in three weeks. Ah! ah! Probably even less, right? Oh, well, it's a one month till graduation. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. So a little more, four weeks, but very excited. PR major. want to work in music and entertainment, primarily just music. So mm-hmm. um, if you have like a really, really cool like music job, just like, please let me know. Here's my number. <laughs> just kidding. My social security card. You can yeah, have it all. Everything. Everything. If you just give me a job. Just sell my soul to the music industry. Yeah, but we. <laughs> Um, or I really wanted to do a podcast and Nikki and I do a lot together and we were like, why not? We just have this incredible chemistry. I mean, the dynamic is I just, know, it's just <laughs> perfect. So palpable. Nick, knack, your turn. 
my turn. Um, my name is Nikki Denton. I'm originally from Franklin, Tennessee, a little, little south of Nashville. Um, grew up in the Burbs. So, most southern girl I know. Yeah, <laughs> I love country. On this um, disclaimer, I don't like country, but I- I'm warming up to it. Anyway, besides the fact. Um, I'm also a senior in PR, but I graduate in May, Woo-hoo. but thankfully Emma is staying with me so we can continue and hang and do music stuff. So Woo. I also do want to do music and entertainment. Um, definitely mostly want to do music. Um, I'm open to the other options though, but I would also enjoy internship, job, opportunity, any connection, anybody, anybody out there. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah. But yeah, it's what I'm passionate about. Love music. Love friends. Yeah. So tell love, us about this. Love God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do like God. I was just <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually now like a religion episode. Glad we just pulled you in. So I wanted music. to review a gospel album. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna probably review will review Jesus. Is oh King wait, yeah, I was about to say Jesus is King though. We'll, we can review that, but I won't personally do like you know. Yeah. Toby Mac, that kind of vibe, like the Christian rap. Yeah. It's like <laughs> maybe one day. Hillsong United. Yeah. <laughs> not really my speed, but it's okay. I'll but no it. judgment. No judgment. Absolutely. So. Speaking of, you know, albums that we want to review, why don't you introduce Yeah, like Nikki's gonna go What I will in, ah, I'm scared. What I will review though is SZA's Control. Woo, so woo. let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so just to address the episode title, um, you do say SZA. So say it's it with actually her. ready. One, two, three. SZA. SZA. It's SZA. like it's like that vine where the rat and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Just if you slowed down the sizzle, it would be sizzle. It would literally be that. So just think about that if you guys ever get lost. So I'm going to be reviewing Sizzle's Control, as I said. Um, I use some sources from like All Music, Rolling Stone, and Tone Deaf the Brag. So oh. yeah, I just wanted to shout them out. I just use some sources and then- research Yeah. Now? <laughs> well, just in case I get like, I don't know, blasphemy or something. <laughs> so I just wanted to, yeah, shout that out. And then I did a lot of like lyric deep dives and stuff. So I'm going to be talking about her lyrics more. Um, but I'm going to start off with a little bit of SZA background. So she was really, whoa. <laughs> yeah, let me just fuck up right <laughs> at the beginning. That's fine. <laughs> She's originally from St. Louis, but she actually grew up in New Jersey, um, like the suburbs. And- she is just turned 30 actually this month are you serious i know so some background and like just for her album like it's more about like your 20s and stuff so she's like just turned 30 so it's crazy that like it was weird to me like seeing that she was already 30 and i was like wow i wouldn't have guessed i know because she's pretty small i don't know if you guys have ever seen a picture of her but she's pretty like small and really skinny and she looks pretty young she looks very young yeah but she just turned 30 i was really shocked i'm sure you'll get to this but i've got to ask so how old is this album so it was released in 2017 okay yeah so um, I'll get more into like her so she's career, like but she's 20s. yeah. So she was yeah, she was, she was like 27 when she wrote this, which it makes sense after hearing the album. Mm-hmm. But still, I was kind of surprised just because there's a lot of like reflection in the album about your 20s, so yeah. it makes sense that she's more like later 20s. But um, her style is more like modern R and B. It's not like the R and B that you think of with like boys to men, like old 90s R and B. Um, but she definitely like has those influences, um, like Wu Tang Clan, which is really cool, and then RZA or Rizu- I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> it's <sorry>. yeah. <laughs> um, he's like the head producer of Wu Tang, and that's like kind of how she got her name, which is really cool. I think What's there was some other. Name? Her real name is Solana. So oh, that's beautiful. It's pretty. What I know. Yeah, because <laughs> I know it's really pretty. But you know, you gotta have something. Which is yeah, like stage, it is. Yeah. I know, but it is interesting that like that's what she chose because yeah. like well, like Emma and I were talking about earlier, um, Quinn. 92 it's like all the xc's that's <laughs> important for like an artist to have like a name that's easy either like easily said or just like easily recognizable but i do like this i think it's cool um but that is what inspired her um performing name some of her other influences which is kind of interesting it's like billy holiday um york and um like wu-tang and lots of like 90s influences not only in her like style but 90s like pop culture is a lot like hmm. influencing her because like I'll talk about in her song specifically but she has like a ton of reference to like old cartoons and like old tv shows and stuff that are like, kind of like 90s early 2000s because she is like 30 now so she yeah. did she was more like a 90s kid and so 
yeah, her style is very R&B, but a lot of like pop culture influences um, her as a person. She's actually like pretty shy. So one of her like interviews, she said, like, I'm always shocked to see people out there. Like, really? Yeah. Like, because, like in this, like in the audience. Yeah. Like she's she's very shy and she's very open about it, which is cool. Um, Even like in some of her songs I'll talk about, like she's very open with like her mental health and like anxiety and stuff. So she doesn't perform a ton. She has performed, though, like a good amount now that she's gotten bigger. But she um, has been on like the main stage at Coachella. But like even then she was just like. I just can't believe that people come. Like she's very, she's a lot of self doubt and stuff, which is crazy. I was gonna say I looked at it the other way. It's like the humility of it all. Oh yeah, she's and that allows like artists to really focus on their like craft and not be so blocked out by like, okay, what is the what is this group of people want to hear? Right, and I'm gonna make that rather than I'm gonna make music that reflects me oh yeah because i mean in this album and just how she talks about herself like in interviews she doesn't do a ton but um in the ones that i like was researching she's very like doesn't like to talk about herself like she likes to talk about the music she's very into it and thinks it's really important and even though the music is like a self reflection on herself and it's very personal to her it's not like she has to just like glow or talk about she's not gonna talk about like oh this is the person it's about and this is why exactly yeah she just likes the music to kind of speak for itself which is really cool um so i really yeah i really respect her um just because she's pretty humble and i think that comes though with her like being kind of shy and like anxious about stuff and she's even which is funny like her album is called control she talks about um being like a control freak like how she like really gets that from her mom and which is really cool because I trust, this is why I wanted to talk about this because I like hearing yeah. all the like other stuff to it. Um, anyway, just a quick anecdote. But in the uh, like album, I'll mm-hmm. talk about it more. But she has a lot of her mom and her grandma like little intros and outros, okay. um, like speaking in it, kind of like how like voicemails are big in like rap kind of now. Like they'll be like, oh, like I want to make a voicemail like those memes. Like I want to make a voicemail so I'm on a rap like a Drake song. Um, yeah. So she has a lot of like her mom and her grandma. And I think that helps with like humility, hum- humility too because. She has a lot of like family influence and just like love for them. And like her grandma actually died this year. And so it was like really hard for her. And that's a big reason why she hasn't like put out music in a while too. Um, she's got a process. Yeah, because she's got a lot to like deal with. So she's very open about that too, which is cool. Um, so more about like her creative and like how she came to be is um, so she was more like a featured artist for a while. So yeah. I actually found out about her because she was on um, Rihanna's album, Auntie, in yeah. 2016 um, on Consideration, which she actually co-wrote, which is really cool. So Dang. she's a writer, too. So she wrote Feeling Myself. Are you serious? Yes. She, Fuck like, co-wrote no. it. She didn't write it, write it, but she co-wrote Nikki. it. Like, what? That was yeah. like, we talked about that yeah, song, like, on the Bad Bitches Only episode. So... Yeah, so she wrote that, and she's, like, co-written on Travis Scott's OK, All Right, and, um, yeah, which is really so cool. cool. Yeah, so she was more, like, featured and just kind of, like, under yeah. underground. Not underground, that's... But no. more in, like, the background. Yes, for sure, which I think shows, like, how like her personality feature, is and stuff. Like, supportive, yeah. like... Yeah. Probably, like, background almost. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so... Um, but she started like getting more into that crowd, and so in 2013... It's a good crowd to be in. I know. <laughs> so in 2013... Um, she got involved with the, let me find it, the Top Dog something. Top Dog Entertainment. Okay. Um, so the head of that guy, his name's Terrence. I think they call him Punch. So he, like, found her and was like, dang, this girl's, like, really good. Like, I think she's really cool. And so he signed her, which she's actually the first woman signed to that label and currently still the only woman on Are that label. Serious? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Damn. So signed okay, with punch. Top Dog. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay, Punch. <laughs> so Top Dog Entertainment. Um and so she, like, became a lot of huge collaborators with, like, Kendrick Lamar, who was really involved with them, too. And, like, Schoolboy school school Q. Q. I know! <laughs> like, she's, she's like, started, like, collaborating with these people. And Isaiah Rashad and Kendrick and Isaiah are both on her album um, that I'm going to talk about. Um, so, yeah. So she just started collaborating with them. Then in 2014, she released her first um, EP. And it was z- debuted at Z. It's called Z. Not sure why. Okay. Um, didn't look into it as much. <laughs> um, but it was in 2014. And that was through Top, Top Dog Entertainment. And then... So, wait... So yeah. Top Dog, was that her record label that she was signed yeah. to or was that a publishing? No, it was record. a record label. Okay, yeah. cool. And then when she reached Control, though, I'm not sure what all went into it, but she released it under RCA. Records. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But it was still with like Top Dog's arrangement. Yeah. I guess. Almost like how like her the style. Yeah. of it and then the big label. Yes, release. because she started becoming like really close to like Punch and the people over there. So like they wanted to like have a hand in her album. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Can't leave the people that helped you get there. I know. Yeah. So she 
release control in 2017 which she was super nervous about she like was so she said she started like crying and like freaking out she was like no one's gonna like it because she was like really nervous about it and because that's just how she is she's like kind of anxious and like but she's really open about it which is really cool so quick note if you're looking for the album right now control it's not spelled out right it is c-t-r-l okay just wanted to everyone know yeah it's like the control alt delete like that kind of control so um Despite her being nervous about it, though, it was up for five Grammys. Um, Shit. <laughs> I know. Oh. She didn't, disclaimer, she didn't win, yeah. but like. Um, it takes a lot to be up for five, five. Grammys. Five. I know. I was five. like, oh my God, because it was like best new artist, best urban contemporary album, best R&B song, the supermodel, which is like the title track. I mean, not the title track, the first track. And then best R&B performance for The weekend, and then best rap song performance, which was Love, Love Galore Lore. with Travis Scott. So. She didn't win any, but as I said, I, in my damn. doc, damn. But yeah. damn. damn. <laughs> because especially, like, that was her first full album. So she really didn't expect it to be, like, that huge and for people to really, like, resonate with it as much. But it did. So we'll start breaking down the album. Woo-woo, here um, we go. So, like, as I said, she's more modern, modern R&B, so that was also what the album was, um, mostly very R&B influenced. And then, um, to me, she has, like, an incredible way of like songwriting which was really interesting after reading she didn't feel like she even like put all of herself into control because she was like worried about it going too deep yeah and i feel like it's like even like more vulnerable and stuff so she said that once she saw the response that she was just going to like develop that more um because she like is really going to start getting into like more songwriting because she already did but she was like more nervous about it so yeah i mean it's almost like i mean anything like you're putting out any whether it be social media music any piece of content if it's your first one, you're probably going to hold back a little bit, right. especially with songwriting. Yeah. When you are a shy person. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you being like, okay, maybe I don't want to, you know, tell my entire story. Exactly. But lucky for us, that gives room for her to talk more. I know? know. Because I originally was like, wow, this feels like such a vulnerable, intense album that like not a lot of people talk about. And she, not, not the talk about the album, but like what artists talk about but yeah she was like oh this is just like the surface and i was like oh this is so exciting then because she can like <laughs> go in more person so um to me the album not just to me this is pretty like known um it's a super intimate look at like life of young women and especially like young women in relationships or like not in relationships just kind of like dealing with people and stuff and um it's very intimate because she's super honest as i said so it's really vulnerable and like genuinely saying what she wants it's very like clever but it's also kind of messy in a way because the subject she's talking about are pretty messy like being like side chick and like um not knowing if she wants to like commit and like all these different situations and like being, being the other woman 20s. like yeah being exactly <laughs> it's a fucking mess yeah because like <laughs> this whole album is just like because okay the ending i'll spoil but like the ending song is 20 something mm-hmm. and it talks about it's like the perfect end to this like album because it talks about just like your 20 somethings and like hope that it doesn't kill you because it's yeah. like there's just so much change and like so much unknown i mean we feel like that yeah. you know so we're and we're early 20s. yeah i was about to say i'm 21 years old and yeah. i'm like oh god like i have to amount to so much i know <laughs> so it's pretty cool um and i really like it because she truly says things that a lot of women i think think about but don't really say or want to say um and i'll get more into like the specifics like which with each song but yeah i just really like i think it's like really clever and incredible her songwriting so yeah we'll start with let's the, do it the first track <laughs> um so we got supermodel um i said that weird supermodel supermodel so, <laughs> supermodel, supermodel. <laughs> so most song most as i said most of these songs um incorporate like an intro or outro with her mom or grandma this one is her mom is in the intro so yeah which is intro really to sweet the full album yeah i know which is really sweet because she's really close to them so um it's like such an honest song because when i first listened to this i was like what is this song about like i was like and i was really thrown off because i heard the song my freshman year of college and it was definitely like a weird time in my life you know when you're when you move to a whole different state and you yeah. are don't know anyone and so i was listening to this like album and this song especially because like like one of the lyrics is like let me tell you a secret i've been secretly banging your homeboy <laughs> why you in vegas all up on valentine's day why am i so easy to forget like that it can't be easy for you to get like that so it's cool because it's just so like oh shit <laughs> oh i guess we're gonna talk about it <laughs> yeah and it's I like the sound of the song because it's the this first song. This is my favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, great. You'll talk about it too because it's <laughs> it's very, it feels like a deep cut because there's not a lot of like instrumentation or anything. It's just like the very intense like strumming of the guitar. And um, I think it's the perfect first track because it sets this like tone for the entire album. Um, because like not 
all the songs are as lyrically intense as this, but a lot of it does like take a really like introspective like look into yourself and to herself. And it really shows that SZA is like a little insecure, but she's not afraid to like talk about it, which is really cool because I mean, all of us feel that way. I yeah. mean, like n- again, we all feel, we all want you guys to be bad bitches, but like being insecure is a real thing, especially in like relationships and like being with people and trying to figure them out. And so well, I think even it's really in your cool. 20s, you're not secure in who you are. Like you change every day. Oh, right. So it's hard to be like, to find that security and that confidence, especially like you said, going through relationships, going through like we are school, yeah. you know, just relationships, not just like just romantically, like future. just yeah. friends yeah. and people around you. And even with your family, you're trying to figure out like who you are, your relationship with yourself. And so I really like this song because I mean, exactly what you just said. It was just so like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Here we are. This is the album. Yes. She doesn't like try to like smooth into it. It's like, this is who, what it's going to be about is like yeah. your insecurities, um, feeling like, you might not be good enough for someone, um, which is really sad, but like it's a feeling that everyone gets yep. a lot of the times, um, just not feeling good enough. Cause that's like a lot of the themes that she explores is like not feeling enough. And I think that that is like really powerful to sing about. And like, especially like in like being the only woman on this record label and like yeah. talking about these like really intimate, like very personal to women subjects is like really cool. So yeah, well, I'm sure she probably opened the door to so many other women. Yeah. Because like top she, dog looked at yeah exactly. at least looked at I know it's really sick but so I really like how it sets it it really does set the whole thing um it is one of my favorite songs too I think that it like showcases her voice very nicely um but yeah it goes right into love galore hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um featuring our guy Travis Gad <laughs> who's that new up and comer it's like a new <laughs> artist we'll review at the end after uh, where <laughs> so this song is cool i really like the instrumentation of it um it's very groovy and kind of like tropical um but also hazy so it's very like travis scott's style so i think it's that like a perfect was a really good way of explaining <laughs> it right those words that you just picked up <laughs> holy shit thank you um so i think it's cool because i think it's like the perfect kind of song for travis to be on especially because it's very his style as well like i think of travis Scott like very kind of hazy um and of course he has to add his little yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up like throughout the whole song but it's nice it's like subtle it doesn't take away from it I don't think <laughs> but I like the song too it's a little more like fun and um definitely like more like single worthy like I think it'd be easy to just like take the song out of the album and it wouldn't like it would be fine still but I yeah. think it does like still like definitely attribute to the album but like some of the lyrics like why you bother me when you know you don't want me um that's like a lot of the things that she explores why you bother me when you know you got a woman because that's a lot of like the themes that she explores is being the other woman or being like why are you hitting on me like why does this keep happening like it's yeah. just feeling like not enough to like be the main thing but like yeah so so it's cool because she's like back and forth saying that she's done and that she like like she's not gonna be like bothered by any men she's just like don't want it and then but in reality she's still like going over there and she's trying to like numb herself out though um because she talks about like um I'll be okay just give me another volume like just give me an hour like I'll be fine um so it's just showing that like we want to be strong we want to be like I'm done with this I don't care it like don't need it like but that. that's unfortunately not how it works and so if you try to deny it you just gotta get through it and SZA, SZA knows best <laughs> um and my favorite part about the song is like the switch at the like last verse um it gets a little more like ooh, and um it's like sing it SZA, SZA <laughs> oh, sorry. in the studio yeah she's actually right here <laughs> but um it's like I really like Emma knows like I like like transitions and songs to stuff to like as long as they're like smooth and make sense and I only like transitions when they're good (laughs) yeah essentially yes because sometimes it can feel abrupt sometimes it's not good and at that point I do not like transitions so if you're a bad transition think about it okay because we won't like it and we will tell the people what we think I know because it can be hard like some people just like to make I don't know it could be difficult so I really like it because it makes it a little more like sexy and like <laughs> well, sexy and shit is what I wrote. So I like that one as well. Then we go into Doves in the Wind featuring Kendrick Lamar, who I really love. And it's cool because um, she got to fucking work with Kendrick. Lamar. I know. I mean, they're like First, homies. I'm, like set album. Dude, I know. I was he's I think he's also on Z, too. So, really? yeah, because she like became like friends with him like pretty quick. And I was like, you know, cool, I guess. Cool, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, we gonna be all right. (laughs) She actually, um, like references his music in this song, which is really cool. Cause like as I was saying, I love it when artists do that. Yeah, cause she like references a lot of pop 
culture stuff but she like references um so like one of them it's she references his songs these walls on that same album uh tip of a butterfly and it's like you see right through these walls i ain't talking about pussy <laughs> sorry we have to say the p word for this song because there's a lot of it in it's the a song. lyric it's okay yeah i promise i don't want to just say that um but because like i mean kendrick's songs he has like a lot of very straightforward about like sex and like men yeah and that's what the song is kind of about but from like scissors perspective and his which i think is really cool um which I like read this thing. I think it's really cool tid like thing to think about mm-hmm. because the song says the p word as I say in my notes because <laughs> um, I don't want to say it again. Um, but I do it says, hate that word. Yeah, but think about it. It says that word so much in the song, but yeah. then like the part where she says dick, it like beeps out, which is really interesting. That is they can, so isn't interesting. that interesting? So weird. So like I think it's really cool because thought provoking. I know it <laughs> is because it's like really cool because it just shows like the other side of like how she's trying to like kind of take that control because it's like she's more than just that you know like it's more than just like sex and so like one of her lines um another pop like culture reference she's like um meaning like talking about like the p word it's like meaning you (laughs) deserve the whole box of chocolates um come with me forrest gump had a lot going for him never without p word (laughs) (laughs) p word is worse now (laughs) but basically i'm not gonna say anymore worse but it's cool because it's talking about like where's Forrest now and you need him because it's like does he even just care about the p word because they bang and then whatever if you guys then, haven't yeah. seen and then it's that you know if what you I guys mean? haven't seen Forrest Gump just go just watch it, watch it. <laughs> you were like years too late I'm about to say like I'm sorry if I spoiled that for you but that was 94 so you guys can just like get out of my DMs no, I'm kidding obviously no one's DMing me <laughs> everybody's but, um, DMing yeah. literally so many people are like I can't believe you DMs. just ruined Forrest Gump for me <laughs> um but yeah I do like the song I like Kendrick's feature a lot I think he adds a lot to the song um the beat i really like the beat as well it feels like i'm as i wrote it's like as i'm walking in new york like on a foggy gloomy day <laughs> um but the lyrics are really like in your face and mm-hmm. because it says the p word a lot um because just like don't listen to your parents because it's a lot um but it's really great and it's they're really like frank about talking about it so i think it's really cool and then so she's like taking charge of herself and just exemplifying like she'll make it beg for it because that's like one of the lyrics so yeah. i think that's really cool good song as well it was like one of the first songs that i had heard, heard. Of, and yeah, yeah and then i was like oh i should probably listen to this album because i do like listening to albums like top to, top bottom. to bottom yeah so i had heard that one and i also heard the weekend and i was like okay i should check out this album so yep. yeah then the next song we got drew barrymore it's my other favorite song on the album <laughs> it's Super so good i love oh, it not drew barrymore bryce vine. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bryce vine bryce who bryce hall <laughs> god no we're literally editing that out that's disgusting why would you say that on our podcast <laughs> who are you talking about bryce you know vine. the um I'm the next Drew Barry. Oh, that. yes. Yeah, that one. No, it was like a really ill-timed joke. Let's just move on. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I like Drew Barry more. I do like that song. I like her as a person. Um, It was actually the first single off the album. It was named Drew Barrymore, actually, because she felt really connected to Drew Barrymore's roles in, like, some 90s rom-coms, like, Never Been Kissed, um, because she was really, like, quirky and kind of, like... The not, angsty. Yeah, she's a little angsty, like, quirky girl. Um, like, in Never Been Kissed, especially, like, she's just kind of, like, ooh, like, shy, ooh, can't, can't kiss. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's cool um, that she, like, felt like that. Because she doesn't mention Drew, like, the word, or yeah. the name Drew Barrymore in the song at all. It's just, like, what it's called, which I think is cool. And she's actually appears in the music video she got her to be in the music video it's literally just a little cameo too like she's not like the center point of it she like walks by that's she like smiles at scissor i was like what the hell that's so cool i love that (laughs) so yeah um uh one of the sorry (laughs) big pause there (laughs) just wanted to keep you on the edge i was like looking at the notes and i was like "Mm, she's not talking we're still here <laughs> don't worry we're back <laughs> sorry just reading my notes but um one of the lyrics it talks about like warm enough outside inside me um because that again like i said like her album's very like frank about like sex and like how she feels about it and so like it talks about like this guy bringing another girl to like a party and she's kind of like oh because she We've didn't expect that yeah <laughs> she didn't expect that and so she was like well i guess i'm gonna smoke weed and uh not think We've about all it been there. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like well i guess i'll just 
think about nothing. <laughs> so, um, but it's, so that's what that lyric kind of means is like, am I not like warm enough, good enough for you? And like, she talks about like outside, but also inside because, you know, sex, but you, um, <laughs> but it's like, cool, but, yeah. dude, don't say that. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, so it's like, why the other girl and not her? And she explores a lot of like lonely topics um, in her album, especially in the song. Um, she talks about like getting lonely. She forgets what she's work worth. <laughs> we get so lonely. We pretend that it works. Um, I'm so ashamed of myself. I need therapy. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I know. That's what's just really no, cool. Yeah. It's like, she like sings about that. And I just, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not more attractive. I'm sorry, I'm more ladylike. I'm sorry, I don't shave my legs at night. Like, it's no, it's but, so relatable. No, but it's like, so, <laughs> it's like so personal that it's like very relatable to the exactly probably woman listener. Right. Because yeah. it's very, very like intimate and you think about that stuff but you don't usually like talk about it so i think that's really cool yeah um so lyrically this song is definitely one of my favorites because it's just so like desperate and like being like why am i not good enough but she and she knows that she like would let this guy treat her like bad because she's literally like i get so lonely but i want to pretend like it's fine so it's really cool um it's really relatable because of how personal it is like it's so personal that it's like relatable to everyone which i think is a really cool concept um then we go to a little more lighter one called prom. <laughs> um, it definitely feels like I don't like prom very much. Prom. <laughs> Anybody got I a good don't prom like, story? Like, did you go to prom? Yeah. <laughs> Both years? Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like? I I didn't mind it. I just don't like dances. I love getting dressed up. Yeah. I don't like dances. I always found it very uncomfortable it, and it, weird. Yes. And it was. I would. <laughs> I'm like a serial overthinker. Like that's all I do all the time. Indeed she is. And I hated it. Also (laughs) like at that point, like by the end of my junior year, I was like, fuck high school. I'm so done with this. That's true. Yeah. So like I didn't even want to enjoy it because I was like, I I don't like it. She skipped her prom. <laughs> well, we I should have listened to this before. Because <laughs> she did. She skipped it. She, like, went to the beach with her mom and, like, her friends, which what was really fun. That would have been so much more I fun. I know. So she was like, it's Sorry, like, cool. my prom dates. You're not listening, <laughs> but would have been more fun. Yeah, my prom dates are for sure not listening. <laughs> um, but I had a fine time, but, like, I was more like the after prom was fun. Um, yeah. Not the actual prom, prom part. But the song definitely, like, it exemplifies prom. The beat is very, like, poppy. It's yeah. um, It feels, like, very kind of, like, nostalgic daydreamy um like in like 90s, a prom uh, yeah. it's very like a prom it's it, there's no other word to describe it um she did a good job naming it yeah about to say she was just like prom <laughs> perfect um it's about like young love um feeling like that she knows that this is just like just for now because like going to prom like you you know those people that would like stay together until prom and they break up yeah. <laughs> like before the summer or you'd like date like right before and be like oh my god i'm so interested in you <laughs> oh my god i got a like perfect prom date bye bye never again yeah (laughs) prom sucked anyways yeah it did yeah everyone has like the same experience i think and SZA didn't even go so um be more like SZA yeah just don't go i mean honestly it's it's not necessary um but it also explores kind of the themes of being worried about past prom you know like going into college and because she actually dropped out of college like three times like she tried going like three times so she went to three different schools and each time was like not Not, her thing um it's not for everybody right and so that's what she was like just talking about nervous about but also just kind of numbing herself out being like keep it pouring don't want to worry about it right now not one of my favorite tracks but still like i think adds to the album and definitely like self-reflection so then we get to The Weeknd, um, definitely one of my favorite songs. Um, it's, like, really a great combo of, like, sexy and sad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because it's, like, Miguel did a cover of it, and oh, I okay. like his version a lot, too, um, because I think it, like, provides, like, the other, like, viewpoint, kind of. Um, but it's essentially the tales of a side chick. Um, she talks about, um, she, like, understands where yeah. she stands, like, being on The Weeknd, Um she talks about like the girl, the other girl. This song's actually about three girls, is what she explained in an interview. Oh, I shit. know. So, but she was like, she was trying to take it as a stance of I don't care if I'm the side chick, I know where I stand because that's what she's like. You like a nine to five, I'm the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're here by ten thirty, take off no your pants. No later than <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drop them drawers. <laughs> drop them drawers. I didn't write that, and I was like, she doesn't <laughs> say it like that. It sounds so weird. Like drop them drawers. Like, <laughs> Show me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. Oh, because, yeah. give me my love. Y- yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I've been, like, extensively looking at the lyrics for so long. So, <laughs> but it's really cool because it's not cool. It's kind of sad, but I really like it. Um, One of my favorite tracks for sure. Um, I like the ending because she's like, hey. It's like the, this, like, the tri- heavy. Yeah, it's, it's like the like, tribal ending. That's what I wrote. It's a transition. Yes, it's a good oh. transition because it kind of comes out of nowhere, but I ended up really liking it. Um, So it's definitely one of my favorites as well. 
We got Gogina next. Very groovy, wavy. Um, Gogina is a Martin Lawrence for people that know. Probably not. Not a lot of people know, but I do not. Yeah, because it's it was like a long time ago. The only reason why is I used to watch like a lot of old like BET shows. <laughs> like everybody hates Chris and stuff like that. <laughs> not sure why. I Me, mean, my brother really liked them, and so. Um, Martin's he would always be like damn Gina and that's like the whole song being like go Gina, Gina. damn Gina that's fun so it's cool she like yeah so she takes like a lot that's what I was saying like pop culture she takes a ton of influences from that and like mad TV which was like mm-hmm. uh, that YouTube well it was on TV but then it like ended up being on YouTube and that's like where the can I have your number video came yeah. from that I like to reference <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah go Gina is still a fun track not one of like it's not like a super standout one but it's fun then we go to garden say it like that um, it's, say it like what? <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> and oh, this shit. one's more of like a love song, but it's a little sad ew. again. Yeah, but you, dude, <laughs> we're not talking about that shit here. Um, I'm looking for like sad girl <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> no um, love, <laughs> but it's definitely it's a love song, but in the way of like your partner accepting your insecurities and like feeling like really insecure about them still though, but like knowing that they love you, but it's like, do they really love me if they were to know the real me? I really regret like making the ooh comment. Yeah, now I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> I know because it's not like little things by One Direction where they're like you're fat, but it's okay. <laughs> you fucking weirdo! You drink tea before bed, loser. <laughs> you have back dimples. Ew! <laughs> but like, I guess you're hot still. So <laughs> trust me, we love One Direction, but you know, just a little different. Not, it's a little different. So a little bit more mature, I would yeah, say for sure. Um, but it's definitely like exploring like her insecurities and her mental health um because she talks about like can you remind me of my gravity ground me when i'm tumbling spiraling plummeting down to earth you keep me down to earth um call me on my bullshit lie to me say my booty getting bigger if it ain't lie to me because honestly that's necessary in a relationship you absolutely (laughs) need to lie about that shit like please just tell me that i have a nice body it's fine like just if i don't just lie tell me when I'm not like you need to tell me i need a little bit of a confidence boost (laughs) exactly so um it's really honest about like her body issues um because it talks about like comparisons like other women and stuff and the chorus is like actually really sad um she's like i hope you find out who i never really am she'll never love me if you you'll never love me like if you knew I was. that's like the one like jesse reyes where she's like um i know like i'm ugly and that makes it whatever it yeah is. she's like i like being ugly ugly, ugly because yeah because that I'm ugly, I know that you love me for real. Yeah. It's the same energy. Yeah, it's same like, energy. Yeah. So that's why she says, like, oh, I believe it when you say it like that. You must really love me. So I know. It's crazy. So it's, like, really heartbreaking. And it is, like, a love song. But it's, like, because like it's, it's a love song about yeah. someone that has, like, deep insecurities. And that, like, maybe is kind of hard to love uh, at me um, <laughs> all the time. At <laughs> me 100% at this point in my life. I'm, like... <laughs> considering pausing the episode so i can go listen to this and like cry in the no, corner so we will listen after because it's it's crazy it wasn't one of my favorite songs at first and then when i was like really listening to the lyrics i was like oh damn this is like really powerful <laughs> because yeah. it's so relatable yeah but like not in a traditional way which i love that's why i like this because it's not like cringy relatable it's very just like wow i didn't think anyone else really thought that but okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's Garden Say It Like That goes into Broken Clocks, my favorite one on the album. I really like Broken Clocks. Love Broken Clocks. Yeah. Um, really? Because it talks. She to- wrote, God, I fucking love this one. It's like, bro, leave me alone. I'm fucking tired because she's trying to grow. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what the song is. It's about like her hustle. Yeah. Um, because she actually used to work in a strip club, not as a stripper. She was a bartender, but still like culture of strip clubs is a little sad and like yeah just trying to like hustle and like make your money to like do other things to move on yeah. yeah and so as she talks about um she was like um she knows life isn't sustainable and um just like constantly having to work and try and like get out of her state because especially when she was like dropping out of college and stuff she had to, like really grind and like work at retail stores and stuff like that so i really like the ooze in the song in the background it's like ooh, ooh, and like the snapping and stuff yeah. i really like um the arrangement a lot and then it makes me feel like little, like warm but also like kind of sad <laughs> like the whole album basically but um like my favorite line is like um i ain't had a smoke break in about two days um been about three years since I dated you. Why are you still talk about me like we're together? I moved on for the better. You moved on to whoever. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. I love I that I moved on line. for the better. You moved on for whoever. Yeah. To whoever. Yeah. I was down for whatever. You moved on to whoever. Ah, okay, I love it. SZA. Yeah. So I really like that song because she's 
you can like feel like it built like the song build up a little bit too yeah. like she gets a little more passionate like all i got is these broken clocks like i'm just trying to like make the time for my shit and you yeah. keep coming back <laughs> bitch so i really like that bitch. she's talking about <laughs> i really like how she's talking about her grind and i just like the arrangement of the song in general i love so. it when women talk about like them working like their work ethic yes me too that was like, a very like professional way to say it <laughs> no but seriously but i fucking love it yeah, because it's not just, like, her being a sad girl. She's like, I was trying to, like, really make it, okay? Yeah. Like, get out of my... Surprise, <laughs> SZA, you fucking made she it. She did. She made it. So it's really exciting. It. Um, next one is called Anything. Um, I really like the beat in this one. Not one of my favorite, like, songs lyrically, but the beat is super, like, techno, and, like, the beginning is, like, really good. Um, mm-hmm. It's, like, very stompy, and it's, like... It's, like, feels like... I don't know. It feels like a video game. You don't game. have to listen to it now, because... <laughs> don't worry. I'll do the whole thing right now. Um... So I really like that. Um, it's like, it repeats this one line though. It's like, do you even know that I'm alive? Um, it's kind of talking about like having a crush or like a fling and kind of like trying to act like it's like whatever, but you really, really care and want them to like know everything about you and love you. <laughs> 100% really. <laughs> wow. Really. I couldn't even say it because I was like, Irrelatable, that is it's a, hard to process. That's about EJ right there. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell yeah because it's yeah it's like you want to be chill you want to be fine about it but it's like do you chill think- girl vibes chill girl vibes <laughs> we talked about this yesterday <laughs> i was struggling a little bit and i was like it's like hot girl vibes but like hot girl mag but chill right. girl vibes yes because you want to just be like relaxed but like because you know who you are you, you don't need to worry about it <laughs> yeah except that i worry about except every that little thing. and you want him to know that you're even alive <laughs> yeah i would prefer that that would be nice so that's why i like this song um I, it like really hits hard um especially because she like repeats a few times without any music and then it like comes in it's like bumping so really cool after anything we got wavy which is an interlude i am a sucker for a good interlude like i think they're really <laughs> qu- inner bee boop <laughs> um i'm a sucker for a good interlude and this one's like really nice i think it's really wavy as the song title um ensues uh so like right at the beginning, she says, "I think I'm bad as hell. I got issues. Saying tomorrow I'll do the dishes never come. That is legit me. <laughs> um, so I really like that. I like the interlude, and I think it's like a good transition into the last part of the album. Last one, uh, not last one. Oh my god, we have three more. So normal girl, I'll rush a little bit, but normal it's girl, okay, it's okay. No, you're in no rush. Uh, no rush. You guys sit back and relax. Um, we got normal girl. Also, probably one of my favorite tracks. I go back between." broken clocks and normal girl because i really like the lyrics of normal girl as well um because she seriously says this one's the one that i especially was like wow i didn't really think people thought the same way um she actually said in a breakfast club interview about the song that i be wildin and you love that shit <laughs> that's what she said what? and she's like i'm a headache i'm stressful it's just the way i am but i'm also fun as hell because the song is about like being a normal girl like wanting to be that normal quote-unquote normal girl for a There's guy no such thing. but that's the thing is that that's what she like says at the end so it's cool. It's like the like pre-chorus part is, which I was the type of girl to take home to your mama, type of girl I know my daddy would be proud of. Um, and it's like that you want to introduce to your homies and stuff. But it's really cool because she's like, I'll never be that. She's like, I'll never be, no, never be. And I then, wish that we could all just have that realization. I know, because and especially at the very end, she goes, uh, the very end of like the bridge, my, the bridge is my favorite part. She's like, this next, this time next year I'll be living so good, won't remember your name, I swear. And, then and the she very, fucking was! Yes, exactly! Sorry, sorry, keep going. <laughs> and then like the, the very last night is like, won't remember no pain, I swear, before you figured out that I was just a normal girl. Like, cause she, she, like, she is probably, yeah. and like, cause normal isn't really, it's so subjective. Like, yeah. guys think that girls are crazy, that's subjective. Like, you know, like being normal, like, what does that even mean? Normal yeah. is like one of the worst words to me, cause it's like, normal and crazy are the two like worst words because it's not what does that even mean so that's why i really like normal girl because it's like what really is normal it's different for everyone and i think that it's cool that she explores that in this song so um last two we got we got pretty little birds um featuring isaiah rashad um it's not it's probably my least favorite track but it definitely adds something to like what she's talking about um it's like talking about like an on and off relationship um talking about like when the spiral down it feels as good as like the flight of a bird like it's like both parts are like great even though it's really toxic and like not good and they probably shouldn't be together um like when the morning comes i hope you're still mine wait so it's talking about like when you're in a relationship and you're kind of like coming down from it and it's like it's like so good anymore yeah it's like kind of a toxic relationship that's like 
pretty on and off so like okay. even when like it's pretty bad you like want want it because good. it's yeah, <laughs> yeah because okay. like the really good and the really bad because that's like a lot of toxic relationships well they can like, blend a lot yeah oh for sure like the line is like really hard to differ so yeah um i get it um and like the i like the sound of it a little bit it's like very ethereal and like dramatic sounding um it talks about like a phoenix in the beginning so it's a little like more like high stakes um yeah. i don't like love isaiah rashad's part but i think it does add like a little like because it's like very like reverby and stuff mm-hmm. Um, but I think it does like add because I think it sets it up well for the last track, which is truly like perfectly wraps up this album. It's one of my favorite. Something. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite like ending tracks to an album ever, um, because it's the same like idea as the first song, but it explores like a way different subject about. Okay, so real quick, remind us. The yes, first song. so of Supermodel, it's talking about she's kind of like out of the bag. Like there's this guy, but like fuck him. We used to have something good. Um, and it kind of explores like not being super securing yourself and like kind of being like, why am I not securing myself? Like, why do I need this man? Why do I need this guy that treats me like shit? This is talking about like, oh, well, I'm still figuring out. I'm 20 something years old. Like, it's not going to be all figured out. I'm not going to have everything together, especially with guys, relationships, feelings. Like, it's not going to be figured out. So, yeah, like one of her lyrics, like praying the 20 somethings don't kill me because it's like there's a lot that goes through it. There's a lot that happens. Um, and so I really like the lyricism of this song because it is very simple, like how a supermodel is, but it just is like forgiving herself kind mm-hmm. of in the way of like, it's not, it's okay that you don't have everything figured out and yeah. it's going to be all right. Well, so. I, th- I think especially because you talked about the beginning, like she's very open about, you know, being shy and like her mental health and stuff. And that is like a huge part of your 20s. To oh figure out. yeah. Because it's like the introductory like stage of you being on your own, like college kind of. And then you kind of figure out like most of the time, I mean, I'm not going to, like, generalize, but I feel like it's really fun at first. And yeah. You're like, holy shit. Like, I don't have to ask my parents to go to, like, dinner and, like, all this stupid shit. And then it's like, okay, well, now I'm just – I have to deal with who I am. Yep. Like, you don't have that high school where you're, like, with people every second of every day. It's just like, okay, I have to figure out who I am. You and don't have those really influences good. that have been, like, on you your whole life. Like, you yeah. start to, like, really try to figure out who you are without – like your parents or your friends or like authority like teachers and stuff um so I think it's really powerful that she's like um like how could it be 20 something all alone still not a thing in my name I got nothing running from love like all I know is fear and it's like but she's like okay it's gonna be okay like god bless those 20 somethings though you need them you need them to grow you need them to know who you are and figure it out because it's like the foundation of like who you truly are because like you don't fully grow into like your perceptions of people and stuff until you're like 25 so it's like very formative so especially when she wrote this or made this album at like 27 so pretty cool so i think it really really wraps it up amazing and i just really feel this song because it's like we're in our 20s and i feel it super hard like not teens anymore yeah Yeah. i must say it's like when it's a really weird transitional point in your life and you're like trying to be financially on your own but it's hard to do that and like keep grinding and so it's just like a nice reminder that you're okay and like this is normal in your 20s you'll get through it yeah yeah so that that's control (laughs) yeah just what really quick wrap it up what to take away um lots of references to like specific pop culture heavy 90s influence beautiful lyrics super vulnerable um wonderful r&b album all around um it hasn't gotten old to me and it's three years old now and i like still like come back and hear new things that i like didn't realize before which i think is really awesome i like a few adjectives like honest lonely confused being like like feeling like a young woman just like feeling all those feelings and just figuring yourself out and then ending SZA is a bad bitch but she's she just feeling it figuring it out still a bad bitch soft bitch exactly we love we love the combo yeah. we love the range we love so yeah that's SZA everybody Woo! Woo! Yeah, Nikki. Woo! Woo yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's those are my fans behind me. So yeah, no, like everybody like packed in the studio today <laughs> safely, of course. Yeah, of course. To, of course, of course. But to end this episode, we're gonna do a little bit of like we're gonna try and do like shorter segments at yeah. the end. Um, and today we're gonna do a little new music review. New music review. Woo woo! I am sure you can probably you know guess what we're gonna do. She's kind of famous. Her name is Billie Eilish. Yeah, super underground. Yes, super, super <laughs> underground. But she just released a song called Therefore I Am. Yes. <sighs> Our thoughts, the sigh was pretty good. Um, yeah. Mine, I wrote eh because eh. I wrote okay. Yeah, because it wasn't. It's fucking catchy. It is I'll catchy. I'll give her that. The, yes, the chorus is fun. Um, I like her like attitude about it because it is very like Billie Eilish, like just being like, ah, like whatever you know yeah. like don't like keep my name out keep, your mouth yeah, like exactly. all that stuff don't interviews, be my friend interviews interviews articles articles yes. articles yeah. yeah it's very billy yeah but as we like 
It's not Phineas, though. It's not and Phineas. Phineas. And we like Phineas. And we like Phineas. We like the depth. No. I didn't. I just didn't think. And I don't think the purpose of it was to be deep. No, neither do I. I think it was like a fuck you, I got this. Like, keep your name out of my mouth. Ma- or- yeah, keep your name my out name of out your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. Got a little Um, so like I got the point of it, but it was just not my. The beat I didn't love it. No, it I, sounded and I told Nikki it's like a radio song. Yep, it's very just like okay, it's catchy, it's fine. Yeah, but there's not a lot to it, and yeah. that's okay because I again, like you said, it's like not really what it was made for. Because like especially watching the music video, it just feels like very paired with that. Like yeah. she's just running through them all, eating snacks, like just being goofy. Yeah. So which is fine, and that's fine to like make. But I definitely am glad that it's not like on an album i guess 100 percent. you know i'm glad yeah. that it's like one of her singles that she's been releasing because she's released like four now i think yeah just singles. so yeah after her album i like so. her i like her album music because i feel like there's a lot more like intention behind it Me too there's a lot more it's like a comprehensive is not the right word but like it's like a full cohesive, cohesive yeah. thank you like thought process and that yeah. i feel like she was really fucking annoyed one day and she's like writing all this down and she sat down and made it, and she was like, fuck it, I like it, Right, Let's go. yeah, and that's Cause she great. Correct me if I'm wrong, Did she, she didn't do a big promo for it. I, no, I don't think so. It. Yeah, I, she might have posted something on Instagram, but she's, post, she's posted, like, a lot of different stuff, so I don't know if I, like, even am saying that right. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a ton, at least. I remember just yeah. seeing... I was on Spotify, like, listening to, like, SZA and our next artist episode that we won't we'll preview a little bit, but... um. And I saw it and I was like, oh, I guess I should listen to it. And I was like, meh. And I got kind of bored during it. But I like what she probably like, it's, it did its purpose, I guess. Like yeah. it's, it did well, its thing. What did you say earlier? It was like one of her quotes. It like felt like her or something. Oh yeah. It was like this one like felt, I can't remember the exact quote, but yeah, it said it just like felt like her. Yeah. And so she was like really enjoyed that, which is cool because it, it hey, definitely doesn't it, have any of the Phineas stuff. That's so. what I want as, for an artist. If it feels like you, throw it out there. Yeah, exactly. Who are we to judge? Exactly. Except for right <laughs> uh, now, right now like, when I'm going to completely rip it apart. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we got. That's all the time we have. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this new structure. Um, and it's I gonna did. Be, I, I thought it was great. I, I really loved it. It makes me like more excited to yeah. like, talk about it and stuff because I love our banter, but it's a little more like... It's in depth. Yeah. We could like have banter throughout. No yeah, worries. We did. We, we did. did. We talked about prom. So fun. <laughs> Ew. Ew. But, um, but yeah. yeah. So we're really excited. So again, we release episodes Fridays at four. Woo. Woo woo. This is Literally Who Invited You, the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Literally Who Invited You. Yeah. And while you're at it, you should follow Nikki at Nikki underscore Denton. Oh my God. And oh. follow Emma at EJ Safner, right? Yeah, That's just go. all it is. Oh, <laughs> There's no go. underscores or anything, right? No. Yeah. It's just EJ Safner. I don't fuck with those underscores. Yeah. Straight. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I Ew, wish I didn't. No, seriously. After like looking at mine, I was like, damn, that was such like a, that time period to do. You can Shouldn't change have it done if it. you want. Really? <laughs> Guys, fun okay, fact. We'll <laughs> <laughs> fun fact, nothing. she's the worst at technology. Such a grandma. And we but, are we're PR majors. Yeah, so it's it's coming along slowly though. I've been learning yeah, a lot, but yeah. she's very wow. receptive. I am. Really I, yeah. I make the changes. So yeah. Anyways, so we'll be back with episode twelve. I'm not gonna say who I'm gonna be talking. No, about, we're not gonna ruin it. But, but it's just a goodie. Little, like little promo. He was like a SoundCloud artist. Had been making music forever, and he got a massive multi million dollar record deal. And he's still kind of, like, on the come up. Like, he's oh, for sure. really not that, like, huge no. yet. But I want to talk about him. So when he does get huge, I can be like, hey. <laughs> I, I did this about I'm, you. I'm Please love this. me. Notice me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we love him so much. And we love SZA. So. Love SZA. Nikki, congratulations on the first episode of season Dude, two. Thank you. I can't wait to hear yours. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, guys. As always. Check we out J-List. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a second. We got to give creds to our man, J-List. Check at, out. Yeah, at J-List Music. Yep. He did the um, his song Companies, the intro and the outro. And he is a bad bitch as well. We'll give him that, yep. that credit. Because you get it. Because he let us use his music. Yes. Thank you, bad bitch J-List. Incredible. Go stream it on Spotify and all streaming platforms. It's called Company by J-List. J hyphen list. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right As love always, you losers oh, love you losers bye. bye thanks kids for listening to literally who invited you we had so much fun a blast even make sure to tune in fridays at four with new episodes every week perfect for a drive home hanging out with friends or all alone it's honestly just the perfect podcast love you losers glad we invited you